0: I got Ben Magnet, Yo. and I got Brandon McClure, mm-hmm. and I'm checked off. So we're all good to board the Kang train, baby. Yeah. Uh, we're missing one. I think we're missing our conductor.
1: Choo-choo! Oh. It's me! I was right! The Kang train is <laughs> approaching! <laughs> I just bought this green, 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 green screen screen. I want to use it. Thank you for that. It's like, it's like you're emerging out of Jonathan Majors. <laughs> What's up, I'm King. All right, I'm Sparks Witty. This is
0: Ryan Eliopoulos, who I think might be stripping down in a second. Ben, Brandon T. McClure, and Ben Magnet. And uh, we are here for the final uh, episode of this season of Loki on Fake Nerds Watch, which is uh, for all time, always. I'm so glad you brought up that little fun point, by the way uh about it being a tie-in for like forever
1: oh and then now that it was Kang,
0: i'm like yeah perfect very perfect and now we're stuck with him forever thankfully
2: when the since we're just talking about it right now because we've been saying this since the pretty much since the start um when he showed up the elevator opens up and there's jonathan majors i'm like (laughs) Sons of bitches, they did it.
0: <laughs> My favorite thing about this was knowing Ben was watching it somewhere and the elevator opened and he went,
1: Who is Who that? <laughs> Who's that?
0: <laughs> because Ben didn't watch Lovecraft Country with us. So Ben's like, uh, what's happening? <laughs> <Ooh>.
1: <laughs> and meanwhile the three of us are going,
0: shit, it's king. <laughs>
1: uh okay, so real quick, so like the week the week before this show, the the last episode. I was on a roller coaster of it's not Kang, It's Kang, It's not Kang. It's a lot of people were on the internet. As we were heading into watching it together, yeah. he's like, it's not king. Yeah. It's another Loki. It's not Kang. I, I was uh, another WandaVision. Uh I, I was, yeah, I didn't want to yeah. get I didn't want to get Mephisto'd again. So once miss minute says hey who remains i'm like okay cool we got it i don't have to worry about the rest of the episode i can just get to whatever the episode's about and then yes the elevator happens i'm like those mother efforts okay. i can't believe it unbelievable like, uh we have so much to talk about in this episode like not not a lot really happened it's mostly just a dialogue heavy episode about who the new villain is and, and like so much happened but it's like so much <laughs> actually happens and it's like I I I cannot believe they did it. Like I really cannot believe they did it. Uh, big shit, Ben. What do you got to say? I kind of hate the fact that Sparse is right.
3: <laughs> while I <was> watching it. <laughs> like, I knew it, like I knew it in my <laughs> head. Elevator door opens and we see Jonathan Majors. And I'm like, that's King,
2: right? No, uh, you know what, what, it, what's but... funny? is I imagine it, like I imagine it like that Justice League episode where Lex Luthor's in the Flash's body and he takes off the mask and he goes, "I have no idea who this is."
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm watching it. and I'm thinking, it's like, okay, if that's not Kang, I don't know who the hell that is. Luckily, no one asked because I was watching it with Fanny and our and, and our roommate. So we're we're watching it. He comes out, and I'm sitting there going, just say Kang, just just say the name, just so it
2: just so well, I. know well, that's the thing, ben.
1: Technically, he. I have my green, green said- finger. Technically, he's not Kang. Yeah, he's he. who he, he remains, who is the oldest king. Yeah, uh, and, in this version, and, and he did call himself a conqueror. So I'm like, I'll take it. I'll, I'll, because I know
3: it is king. Because like as the episode continued, I was like, oh no, that's. And then I saw Jonathan Majors, it clicked. And I'm like, oh yeah, duh. Of course it's king. And I just like kept quiet the whole time. I'm like I didn't say anything, and, but then of course after the episode was done, I go to work the next day. And I'm talking to some of my work buddies who are also watching Loki, and one was like, "Hey Ben, who's that?" I was like, "It's King of Conqueror."
0: Who? Don't worry about it. You'll find out. Ben years. Ben, ben pretending he was hot on that shit as it was happening, <laughs> rather than catching up later. Going, no, it's Kang. Uh, it's Kang, everybody. Yeah.
1: So Jonathan Majors is Kang. <laughs> uh uh. Shut he Who Remains is is like the guy who starts to TVA in the comics, but he's just like an old man. Like he's not like anything big. Like again, the TVA in the comics is kind of a joke. Um, the fact that they kind of merged like a, a King variant with He Who Remains makes a lot of sense for the MCU. And like I I don't wanna I don't I don't often use this term with the MCU because I, I really like it a lot, but I wouldn't use the term brilliant for a lot of its storytelling. What they're doing with King is brilliant. It is truly brilliant, not just in terms of storytelling, but w- what it does for the actor. Because we're not just going to get one type of Jonathan Majors performance for the next ten years. We're going to get potentially a dozen, yeah. potentially like who knows what. Um, right. And like the
0: multiverse even is
1: loaded,
2: even if we only get two versions of him, which is unlikely. But even yeah. if we get two versions, we still will get two distinct versions, and that's still uh, yeah. brilliant.
0: Absolutely. Kate, Plus this one, yeah. Kate Herron has done a lot of talking this week. And one of the things they talked about is the casting of Jonathan Majors that they were involved in for Ant-Man to connect it to Loki. Yes. And that what they did is they kept sending him different concept arts of different variations of the character. And he was creating different personas and voices. So I think we're probably seeing more than two. Sure. That. Yeah. <laughs> Just you based what, on that simple concept.
2: What's so great about, about the ending of a Marvel show is we get all these little tidbits. We get all these little things. And I wanted to bring up that apparently... Uh, Jonathan Majors voiced all three timekeepers. Yeah, yeah, love that. I that's did not so know cool. that. that. okay. That that's rad. I like it when they do st- shit like that
0: because yeah, it honestly, makes sense. Not
1: surprised.
2: Yeah, I, I I just thought that was a fun little bit when they said that. I was like, that's really cool that that they went yeah. that extra level. Again, we we we
1: mentioned it last week, but uh, uh, Chris Hemsworth voiced Frog, even <laughs> though Frog literally just goes uh! Ah! Like they got him, they got him in like a booth, or they just got him to record. Something were, his he phone. was there. He was there for what if, and they were
0: like, "Hey, can you just give us like a?" Grunt? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, man. Like Chris
0: Hemsworth voiced Thor in the sense that they pulled a Chris Hemsworth grunt from a different audio ADR and, thing, and, and they were just- like there, and they're like Chris Hemsworth yeah. voiced Thor, voice and he hears about they, it, and he's like, uh, "They check his voice." Yeah, I yeah. guess so. And he checks his his like stipends, and
1: he's like, "In an episode of Look, yeah, I guess I was." Yeah. So uh, <laughs> before. <laughs> Before we get to like the, the 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 meat the meat of it, let's talk about the side character because they're not in it a lot. And I would I would be more critical if I didn't immediately know there was a season two. Right. But, the, but but Ravona Renslayer, uh-huh. yep. uh, there is a plot thread going on with her where we meet another variant of her, which is is this high school that she works at. It's where that pen is from that we saw in one of the earlier episodes. So that is a thread. I have no idea what's going on. That is clearly a setup for the next season. Like I can't even pretend to speculate what her deal is. You know, right? I. I assumed at least
0: the immediate purpose was just to make them know like people who didn't know what they knew. TBA, she's a variant.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Because here's another version of her. They're like, oh, so we're all variants. Yeah, I also mean um, uh, uh, our, like, the the Judge Slayer because she's just like, I have a mission to go do. And I'm like, I don't know what that is yet.
2: Right. Ryan actually hit the nail on the head for me as well. Um, I would be, I probably would be more critical of this, much like I was with WandaVision where my biggest issue with WandaVision and partially Falcon Winter Soldier was that it didn't feel like a conclusion to the story. It felt like, hey, finish the story in Doctor Strange 2. But yeah. where Loki succeeded for me was that it actually felt like a prestige television show in the sense that it it finished the arc that it was telling and then said season two is, when, is where these threads are going to go to. And mm-hmm. If there wasn't a season two announced, I probably would be a slightly more critical on it because I don't yeah. want to see like the next product to, to do that. That kind of rubs me the wrong way. But saying it's a season two feels better
0: if there wasn't a season two um
2: i i would
0: almost want to say that they would end it differently yeah sure. i know that that's actually not totally true because again kate heron decided to talk a lot this <laughs> week and one of the things they talked about was that when they were plotting out the show there was no season two in the plot in the plan and that the cliffhanger ending kind of came about in its own way but everything else was kind of more or less going to be left for the movies to fill in yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'm like boy am i glad we don't live in that world yeah um <clears throat> which is why i'm i very happy i'll say right up front loki's number one of the disney plus marvel shows for me um i'm gonna be critical still of the side character stuff because um i still think that now with it all behind me i'm very satisfied beyond satisfied mm-hmm. last episode was everything i could have wanted it to be in the sense of like <laughs> what was going on what was happening Um, But also watching it a second time. Uh, I wish there had been more character time for Mobius and Loki for Sylvie and Loki. Um, I think that some of these beats, maybe we got to too fast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, There's this one particular time. It bothered me the first time, but it bothered me much more the second time where Loki says uh, to Sylvie, that's what you think of me after all this time. And I'm like, what? what is all this time to you? Because, like, I don't think you've slept outside of the one moment on the train. Like, so we're on, like, day two of you talking to each other? Um, and for me, like, even with them being the same person from different universes, uh, the the connection gets raised to its most dramatic stakes because that's
2: that's what it's doing. Yeah. But I don't know that it's earned. Yeah, <laughs> um, I actually will agree with the I, I will agree with the romantic uh, with the romantic entanglement being uh, not feeling necessarily earned. I can fall on on the TVA excuse of time just works differently. So for Loki, it could be because he says it's it been months, has it been days. I don't even know how long it's been. Um, but I, I I don't mind them pairing Sylvie and Loki up in a romantic way. I just don't quite think that last romantic moment was earned. And kind of echoing what Sparks was saying.
1: Yeah, um, I I don't really have an opinion on it. If mm-hmm. I'm being honest, I I think the romance uh, it was it didn't it wasn't there enough for me to really care. <laughs> if I'm being honest, mm-hmm. like it doesn't. It didn't and bo- I think that's the problem. Yeah, it didn't it didn't bother me that like they kiss, but I'm like, I felt like, oh, I, I, I kind of saw that coming. I didn't see the betrayal in what happens after. I didn't see that part coming. So I think the problem for me is the second
0: time I was watching it is that Loki, and partially because Tom Hiddleston is very talented, is working from a place of, I'm feeling deep romantic feelings in a way that I don't understand for you. And that's everything that's motivating what I'm doing right now mm-hmm. in trying to stop you in trying to protect us. Yeah. And from Sylvie, and this isn't a knock on the actor, but I don't feel that same stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. I don't think that the characters offered that same opportunity to have provided that kind of like, I'm feeling this conflict as well, or any of that, which makes this feel one sided. And if that is the case, if it is one sided, that's not clear. Yeah. Um, and not a part of the story that's being fleshed out. So in general, that's why it falls a little flat in her motivations for me.
2: Sure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I totally understand that um there is a lot because you mentioned loki i'll i'll branch i'll kind of like pigeon t- i'll jump to that real quick um mm-hmm. the, I, the 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 thing that i really like about uh loki's character development in the show and i've mentioned the fact that i am not as critical about his character development as uh as i think you are sparks specifically um but he real quick, real quick i just want to clarify because i was thinking
0: about the way i put it last week and here's my thing if i watched uh, the MCU up to the first Avengers and then immediately jump to Loki.
2: Yeah,
0: I don't know that I could buy that this is the same Loki.
2: Uh-huh.
0: I feel like it is still trying to pay off an audience that has a knowledge of a better Loki than the Loki that would have had to have changed in the amount of time that this show provides. Yeah, that's what, and the, that's cl- why that's what I, the clip
1: show is for, right? Right,
0: and that's why I have a hard time believing the development arc of this Loki. Mm-hmm. And again, this kind of goes back to I think there should have been more time maybe for Loki and Sylvie. more time for Loki and Mobius, although I'm very happy with the show. Maybe it should have been longer, which is a longer discussion I'm going to bring up in a second, but go ahead, Brandon.
2: Well, the the thing that I liked about um, that I really enjoy about his character development comes to a head in this episode with this fight that we're talking about, about where Loki is coming from. He is confronted with a choice, which is where all character developments eventually lead to. Uh, He is confronted with the choice of being, the Loki that that you know he had tried to be in the first Thor film, uh, be going back on his character development, or proving that he has in fact changed and ch- and take a different path. And the fight kind of represents that struggle that he's trying to prove to Sylvie that he can take a different path, but she doesn't trust him. And I really, I really like how Tom Hiddleston plays it, and I really honestly like how it's written. Um, to to me, that 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 just at the end of the day, that just really worked for me on a on a really visceral level.
1: Yeah, I think I think Tom Hiddleston's performance uh especially in this episode really carries yeah uh, a lot of it for me. Um mm-hmm. while I do agree with with some of the 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 things Sparks brought up. I I do think his his performance is is kind of beating away some of the negativity for me. Mm-hmm. Um like just like and I I do agree like it it's might have been rushed, but like just the scene where he's like, is this what you think of me? I like I really I, mean, I bought that scene. I this episode does a lot of kind of making up for progression that earlier
0: episodes should still should have done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, And I agree. I do think that like a lot of his performance in this earns most of it. Yeah. Uh, in the sense of like his character arc and him coming to this conclusion at the end. I just think that he was more or less uh, put onto the point where he's like, he would have made this choice for sure. No matter what, I wasn't worried about it as an audience member two episodes ago yeah. when I would have rather been teetering, like, will he go for it? I don't know, whereas I feel like I could trust this Loki 3 episodes ago.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I I do right. wish that like the final like thing wasn't like like a thing of like love between them. Yeah. I agree, yeah. yeah.
2: Though um, when 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 Sylvie when Sil- Sylvie takes that swing and he shows up in front of her, I almost my heart stopped.
1: Yeah, I, no, that was a good moment.
0: It's a, it's like an incredibly well crafted scene. Today. They let yeah. they let Tom Hiddleston do four stops and put different emotion behind them. So good yeah. for him. Um, the,
2: the, the 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 choreography of that fight sequence is, is some of the best.
0: I have one particular problem. It's a problem that I have in general with fight scenes, but this one like just is one where it comes up, and it's right at the beginning of the fight. It's right after Sylvie takes the first swing. Loki comes back with three, and I'm like, if you're the dude that's just trying to stop, not hurt mm. her. Mm. You don't come back with three slashes. <laughs> like I'm like that's immediately the next moves he does. Please stop attacking. Like, that's a fight choreography thing. Yeah, but like that always bothers me when that. This is not the only thing that's guilty of it. That always bothers me when you have a character who's supposed to be doing like the protecting thing and stopping a being person, being defensive, yeah, being defensive. But they go for the like really aggressive attack move right after they do the the parry, and I'm like, that's too much if you're actually just trying to push them away.
1: Yeah, I the the use of him like using like telekinesis again to like grab her I thought that was yeah. that was awesome I wish we had more instances of that instead of just me going back to the one thing where he pushed a building with his brain because I'm like <laughs> I really like him having telekinesis I think that's a really cool awesome Sylvie's got it too now yeah I think that's cool. like the them learning each other's powers like I sure. I think that's I'm I'm okay with that yeah, yeah that's I just, why I like that's why I
2: really like the the last episode is that kind of like Loki believed in himself enough and yeah, believed yeah. in her that he could that he, that he can developed that power and he and he did it in the moment of crisis um that actually goes up to one of my points i don't think this is for me the show has kind of gotten better and better for a lot of the times but i think for me the show did peak at five the fifth episode for me is the best show is the best episode of the show or yeah. but this still um c- concluded in an incredibly satisfying way and i'm just like applaud that
1: i i was i was definitely I was beyond satisfied because, again, people were saying, like, there's no way, like, going back to WandaVision, like, you can't just introduce your villain in the last (laughs) episode. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. There's no reason you can't. If you have a good script, like this is, these are hour long shows, Kang has had more screen time than a, like a lot of other characters because this is an hour long show. He's in this entire episode almost. Like I never understood just... that
2: argument. Like it's the Wizard of Oz thing. If you have, if you have a goal, if you're the goal of the show was to find who ran the TVA, and at the last episode you reach that goal, that means you find who ran the TVA. That's like, like yeah, that's like
3: Brandon, that's like you said, it's Wizard of Oz. like people saying, yeah, the movie's called Wizard of Oz, but the wizard's never in it. Yeah, you find uh, the wizard in the last
1: don't. act. Well, that's like 15 minutes, yeah. Clearly, people who don't read manga, oh, they watch anime. Aww. Um, big, we're bringing up uh, Wizard of Oz, but um, big Willy Wonka energy. Uh, he was protruding Whoa. in this episode. Oh my gosh, he, he did like the thing with the chin that everyone knows, like he's skipping yeah. around. Like, he, he he he's so good, he he's plays so like it's like. He plays like a like a sociopath, but like who thinks he's the, the he's a good person. Like, and I guess you could say he's a, he's the best version of himself. I love Jonathan Major so much. He killed it.
3: So ben. really, really quick on the whole Loki, um, Loki, slap, Loki plus Sylvie thing. I don't have a really pop, big Silky. problem with it. Silky, I guess you're calling it. Oh but, God! Uh, That's the wow, make me hate a thing
1: <laughs> Oh
3: no! Yeah, well, all I have to say about that is that it brings a whole new meaning to the term "go f yourself," right?
2: Oh, yeah, oh go. man, Kate Heron has been talking a lot, and she and, and she was talking about uh, the fact that like uh, they did Masters of Sex, um, which yeah. is a show you know, and and, the, and they were like, I'm I'm just really drawn to stories about self love, and I'm like, yeah, I can tell, <laughs> no. oh,
3: yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> so, anyways, that's that's my one thing about that. But the one person I really want to talk most about is Jonathan Majors because when he shows up, because you're right, he is like Willy Wonka, he is Willy Wonka. Dialed into like Willy Wonka, high on crack cocaine, but also yeah. has this grand whimsy
2: about him. I and, think you're but, watching a different Willy Wonka if he's not high on crack cocaine.
3: It just felt like what Jonathan mentioned what Jonathan was doing. And one of the things that was profound was when they crossed the threshold. And he, because all that whimsy oh, it's was all gone. performance, it's all Every, in the performance. Like when he becomes like real, like when he's like having scenes like, Oh, I know exactly what's going to happen. I know this, I know that. And then he's like, like that 30 or no, okay, maybe 30 seconds is too long, but that 15 to 20 seconds of with the camera slowly coming in on him, zooming in on him. And he's like, I don't know. What
1: he, that he, he starts, he has a stutter because like he's like basically had a script for eons because like he knows what's going to happen. So for the first time in his life, he's, he's off script. Mm-hmm. So like he stutters when he starts to talk. And I'm like, that's a great little choice to make, man. Just, like, uh,
3: yeah. Everything about, I'm watching this and like, oh,
2: he's good. I'm just like well, no, got-
3: give him the, just give him the Emmy. Give him the it's Emmy. That all-
2: nervousness, It's that nervousness about it that really sells it for me? Is the idea that like because 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 Ben, I, I, you you suggested that he was he kind of smiles when he's like I don't know what's gonna happen next. But to me, it felt he was nervous. Like I, that's it. You know, I don't know he what's was, gonna happen next. I'm being he- candid. I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm he was nervous but he was
1: also excited because he was still like jumping up on a seat when they were fighting because he's like oh this is exciting well he was excited
2: because of the uh, because like for the first time in his life he doesn't know what's going to happen or for the first time in eons he doesn't know what's going to happen but that kind of like worry at the beginning where he's where he's like that nervousness crossing the threshold for the first time kind of you kind of feel like it's the first time in his life or the first time in a long time that he's crossed that threshold.
1: the multiversal war because again like this is the first time we're meeting him and we're this is all we're getting for this version of Kane, but like he gets super emotional for, for something we don't know anything about, the multiverse of war. But for him, that was a big deal because he starts like choking up talking about it. And I'm like, yeah. we're gonna see that shit in the future and it's gonna be wild. Guys. It's all performance. It's secret wars, guys. It's secret wars.
2: Secret wars is <laughs> It's all performance and Jonathan Majors kills it. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: He makes he makes you believe he's a person who has
2: yeah. known everything up to a point.
0: Yeah. Uh, no. No shit. Like the first time we watched it, and it's doing the slow pan. It, like my favorite direction of the whole show. Slow move in while he's passing the threshold Slow pull out once they do it. Uh, and his performance during it, I was like, absolutely best shot of the show. Yeah. yeah.
3: My, my whole thought oh, process was just like, just just give him the Emmy. I don't care if he's in, oh he
0: was only mm-hmm. one episode of a show. Emmy's his. I oh yeah,
3: care.
1: that's. How I think Guest spot—that's how that works.
0: Um, Don like, Cheadle's nominated for—he's nominated. He's in Falcon and Winter Soldier, so literally two minutes—that's
2: crazy. Best um, like, guest actor.
1: Yeah. Um, the special effects in the show have always been good, but like, uh, like th- this was like this straight up was just movie quality level. Like we're like the Citadel at the end of time, the sacred timeline in a circle. Like that's just like the big budget beauty, baby. The
2: second time I watched it, I was I, the second time I watched that, I, it dawned on me, and I said. We are looking at the concept of time. Okay. We are looking at the visualization of the concept of the flow of time right now all around us. And I was like, that is the biggest, boldest thing that I have ever seen in the MCU. Yes. Uh, and it's on a TV show on Disney+. Yes. And that's
1: why, again, th- like, I... I love this episode so much just for how, again, how bold it is being. It's like, remember how we spent 10 years building to a guy who was trying to build a glove? That guy's a, he guys, that guy's nothing. That guy's literally nothing in the grand scheme of Kang's conquest. We're like, he let that happen. Kang let that happen because that's part of, part of his order or whatever. And I'm like, I'm just so excited for all the different variants, all the different things that they're setting up. Like they brought up that he's from the 31st century. That's Nathaniel Richards. Uh, That's also where Iron Lad comes from. So like the future, it's so bright. And I was like, like I was wondering, like, wh- what's what's the big bad gonna be? Galactus and Isis. I'm like, oh no, you got the same guy possibly six times in a row. It's great, and he's so talented. Like, so happy. I'm so happy. So I hope
2: we see Galactus sometime down the line, but I don't think oh, he absolutely. needs to be the big bad, the big bad for anything. Well, we're yeah. getting
1: Fantastic
3: Four soon, so I would assume Galactus is go- is now on the table, but he's probably on the could be on the table further
1: down the line. So uh, there is there's not many Easter egg cameo stuff in this episode because this is mostly just like. Getting to the except villain for the whole opening, e- except for the opening, which was just lots of uh, uh callbacks cute. to the Marvel stuff and also like real world events. But also, if you notice, uh, there is a flying spaceship that's very quickly on screen, uh, and it doesn't look like any quinjet that we've seen, it doesn't look like any ship that we've seen before. Uh, people are speculating, and it's, a little,
0: it's a little outside of space,
1: yeah, of our usual operational, space. um, it's so like people, people are people are having fun speculating that that's the fantastic car lost in space once
0: once he showed me a picture and i watched the episode a second time i'm like oh that's very clearly it, there
1: it flies by pretty quick very much <clears throat> like in ant-man in there's a quantum city that like blink and you'll miss it yeah. um i would i honestly wouldn't be shocked if like the fantastic four show up somehow in in uh quantum media because we already know they're coming soon they got announced with phase four they don't have to be a big thing but if we're dealing with like quantum stuff like that would we know we know they didn't do it for no reason so it's something yeah um megan
0: did point out it could have been a a different Kang already
1: yeah oh Um, no i assume that's that's which is possible as well oh you know the spaceship the spaceship that's true yeah um i'm just like man uh i just the fact that it's Kang this really opens the doors for for so many things the ending uh, uh for whatever season two is loki's dealing with like an alternate tva now that's run by Kang um
2: just that's someone,
0: nice. someone recolored that statue to look like the the comic colors.
2: So yeah. Like, yeah, man, that's beautiful. The, <laughs> yeah. the the ending. Since you brought it up, Ryan, the ending where Mobius doesn't recognize him broke my heart. Oh God, so yeah, legitimately.
3: I'm yeah. not gonna lie, um,
2: I was really hoping that um, at the end,
3: because I thought, because I didn't know we were getting a season two until you know, like the very end, it said Loki will return in season two. I, I didn't know that, and. I was hoping that there was like some happy ending where Mobius and Loki run jet skis together. I was hoping for that to happen.
1: Season two, was, baby.
0: It could so still season. happen. It could still happen. So that'll be the end of his story, which clearly this wasn't.
1: Yeah. 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 Um. So do you guys think now that we're here, do you think season two, Involves Kang, or do you think this was just opening the doors and it's just dealing with multiversal? I mean, it has to because I we just saw the so. well, no, I know, but like you know, like they, they could do the thing where it's he's not there or something. I'm just
2: like, I mean, I don't know that we see him like all the time, but I'm sure we see him. Yeah, I I think that we're that season two will introduce us. Regardless of, we don't know when season two is coming, that's for Kevin Feige to decide. Um, he could, he could throw it in, uh, the already announced it's stuff or it could be after. It's definitely before Ant Man three, I bet though. Well, if it if it is before Ant Man three, then I think we're introduced to the main king of uh, that will be the main villain king.
1: Yeah. Um. So, um, he who remains is not a king, but like he, but this version of the king was kind of wearing the Immortus outfit. So let's just say if this one's the Immortus, and we still got Kang, we still got the the Pharaoh Robin Tut, who is a king who went to Egypt to rule Egypt. So the Avengers can go back in time and deal with that guy. There's Iron Lad. There's Evil Kitty Mortis. Um, there's just man, and again, just I just want to see Jonathan Majors just like suit up like a bunch of different times. So that just seems like such a fun thing for an actor to do. Kang Kate Kang It's the decade of Kang. It's the decade of Kang. It's a Kang Kade. Um, um, I couldn't, I couldn't be, I honestly couldn't be more excited to for for an actor to be cast in something like truly.
2: Yeah, I, I am too. I, although for Iron Lad, I would imagine they'd probably cast someone younger. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't D H him or something. No. Um, but. I'm sure that I, well now especially that we know kind of where season two was going and and it being like regardless of the multiverse stuff like it dealing with time travel like that's what the first arc of Young Avengers is about is is the fact that Iron Lad goes back in time and destroys the world because Kang is never created essentially yeah. like now I'm kind of thinking maybe the Alan Heinberg run while not the same team will probably be a similar story structure with centered around Nathaniel Richards.
1: Yeah, um, and dealing with like, yeah, like I, I don't want to become the greatest villain of, yeah, either. yeah, that would make sense. sense.
2: Mm.
1: It would make sense, yeah. Um, and we'll this see. makes me, this makes me excited thinking about it because, like, I, I, you guys know how how much I love Marvel, and I'm like, man, there's just so much they haven't touched yet. Like, it's really, it's really exciting.
2: Sparks, are you saying something? No, um, nope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you saying something?
0: I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm sure it was just some side comment, but I wasn't thinking about it that much, so it didn't retain
1: um oh does does Kang show up in spider-man or dr strange
2: no potentially dr strange i don't know if i want him to show up in spider-man
1: oh i'm not I'm saying, just, saying i want Spider-Man. him go ahead and say weapon
3: i would say dr strange more likely yeah because I think with Spider-Man, we got a whole bunch of multiverse shit in there already. And we I, think, even... no, I think at this
0: point, to whatever degree, Kevin Feige can keep only one person from the MCU having to appear in Spider-Man outside. Tom Holland and the rest <laughs> is is what he's trying to do. So Doctor Strange is the
1: one and done. Kevin is like holding the door back like, no more heroes! <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> Amy
2: Pascal trying to bang bang down the door. He's like, Kevin no, you can't have him. him! Kevin, let's let him in! <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is that... Um, uh, Kevin Feige has a now has an as a funny out if Amy Pascal was like so so Venom's in the MCU is like sure in that that branch there yeah you're like that one there that's
3: yeah
0: that's venom i mean they did i genuinely this is why i wanted to look it up cuz i did i looked up all the audio bits someone spliced in the visuals that every audio bit is from throughout that whole opening oh, cool. And I was like, surely one of them is like a cheeky nod to the Spider Man movies, like the Raimi ones or something. Yeah. Nope. All no. MCU or real world stuff, nothing else. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, yeah, when it. I was watching this episode, they had I was
3: watching with subtitles on. <clears throat> so I was like, Oh hey, that's from Ant Man. You know, so you guys see Rogers saying I have to do this all day.
0: You got uh, there's a, there's um, your there's your Agents of Shield uh season six and seven
3: for there those you of go. you who
0: give
2: a shit. Yeah, you got a,
0: um you got uh Greta
2: Thunberg, that's how you say it, mm. right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there is that. There is. So, I actually wanted to ask you guys. I'm curious. Um, I so alternate timelines are not the same thing as alternate dimensions. Um, alternate timelines means if you choose A or B, one one timeline you went B and one timeline you went A. But alternate dimensions are are things can be so drastically different that I'm blue in the in, in a different in a parallel world. Or you yeah. actually can see blue. Or okay, fuck you. That's a good one, man. <laughs> I love you, Brandon.
3: I love <laughs> you, bro. <laughs>
0: That was slick. Damn.
2: <laughs> I don't a weird, have by surprise.
3: I don't them. have any of them, but what I do, they're golden. Damn. Damn. <laughs> I, took, I,
2: I need a moment. Um <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. You know, you know I, I mean, it. I, I mean know, Andrew. I know. It's great. It's great. I love it. The so like a world where Andrew Garfield is Spider-Man isn't an alternate timeline from the MCU. It would have no. to be a parallel. it would have to be a parallel universe. I have a theory. I don't know if this is what they want to do, but this is what they're doing. But my theory is when Kang says, "I isolated the timeline," it was it went back to what we had speculated in the first episode that he isolated it from everyone else, mm. and there wasn't there is still a multiverse, but our timeline was blocked, and creating the alternate timelines broke that barrier.
0: Okay, mm. so I think I I know why you're saying alternate timelines and ultra dimensions are not the same thing. I don't think that Loki or the MCU is playing in that space. Mm-hmm. I think alternate Depends timelines, alternate dimensions are interchangeable. Otherwise, why yeah. would we have Black Loki and Classic Kid Loki? Loki? Well, that's Real
2: Loki. Well, Loki yeah. is is the is the is the one that I can I can wisp away because he can change his appearance at will. Sure, but I mean, like, there's
0: mm,
2: mm, I don't yeah, but Sylvie's not tom hilson deciding no, to look like i was him. just i was just asking what you guys think of that theory or it does it hold any weight whatsoever i wasn't saying yeah, you guys I, have to adhere to I it i don't i don't i don't
0: i i think the implication is even even with jonathan majors as kang like you know like not necessarily every variant we see of him might in fact be jonathan majors all the time mm, we'll sure. see um i want it to be jonathan majors as often as possible but i do think this is far more like the opportunity to provide different people being able to portray certain characters this may be a way we see a different t'challa someday Mm. um you know like things like that i i do think the mcu is operating in a mind space where like alternate timelines and alternate dimensions are interchangeable they're not a simple oh i zigged when i when i should have zagged Mm -hmm. this one time and i don't think that it's working in that way
2: yeah i was just i was just thinking that that would i mean you know, head cannons being head cannons, but they are um, like that. Was kind of what I took from it because it was because I was like, okay, so did Loki create the the Bryan Singer X Men films and the Sam Raimi Spider Man films? Is that what we're going with now?
1: No, um, but the multiverse is open now, so I, this is how easily how hey, you can get everything.
2: I think, right? I think, Maybe I mean, they were pruned.
0: I think I think less the fact that. Loki created them more the fact they always existed. Loki mm-hmm. simply opened the gateways
2: mm-hmm. so that
0: these things can interact. Not that they ever will or should, but they can. Um, like, this is this is much the, you know, the same impetus that Crisis on Infinite Earth on the CW took, except that they're not going like bonanzas right out of the gate with it. They're just saying like, you know, things are on the table right now. It's not mm-hmm. saying anything in particular. It's just saying things
1: can be whatever they want them to be now. Right? Yeah, and I was just like, you see, all those trillions of universes—they all matter. Every single one, even you, Agent Shield, even you—you you get yeah. to matter.
2: There were people on. There were people talking. I was talking about this online because uh, someone was like, "The uh, uh, the MCU just fi- just fixed all their plot holes." I go, "Well, I don't think that what they're insinuating is that there's a world where." where where Terrence Howard is still roadie. I don't think there's a world where he got a facelift and became Don Cheadle. I mean, see,
1: I love, because like, there's an infinite number of alternate realities. So like, there is a world where Don Cheadle isn't. Wait, you're right. Yeah. So, so
0: all it is, is realistically Iron Man doesn't actually take place in our main MCU. Iron Man actually takes place in the variant one. And there's an Iron Man with Don Cheadle that we just never get to see. <laughs> the <laughs> where the events were the same. It's just Don Cheadle. This and there's the a door
1: where we this got is... Terrence out. He didn't get in the fun V. This, is
2: the, this is the door. This is the, this is the extra door that I was hoping to stay closed. No, no. <laughs> th-
3: this, is the, this is the door to the rabbit hole that I do not want to go down. All right, no, we're
2: going love... down. It. Chase that rabbit. Let's go. No, Let's see, no I don't is...
3: want to
1: chase the rabbit. That's what's fun about infinite reality. It's like, mm-hmm. it's just an excuse for you to tell whatever story you want. That's all it is. Also, as small or big as you want I you think, want to change the color of captain america shield or you want to change the color of captain america it, it's it's all it's i all think there. i think also like bringing
0: up terrence howard and, and thinking of edward norton as well was just like a good example of like we don't need to be married to this concept to necessarily like recast characters we could just recast characters. yeah it's
1: hollywood people people get it real life interferes sometimes people
2: right i was i was making i was i was saying that they're that I'm, they're not going to use it to like Create to, to to fix plot holes by like we're gonna go in this timeline now to the people I was talking to online who were saying that that's what they that's what they just did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, anything else we want to talk about? Yeah. yeah um.
1: Good. No, you go, Ben. You go, Ben. You haven't no, talked
3: nothing else really. I just uh, I had a blast with those last. I love how the fi- how the fifth episode was very big, bombastic. You got um perjury <laughs> grant yelling glorious purpose in the fight scene with Eliath. Uh, and this one was kind of subdued i mean yes you have the fight scene between Sloki and silly which was really cool I, I enjoyed watching it but i wasn't there for the fighting i was there for the fallout i was there for fighting um he who remains jonathan majors is kang or that version of kang and then also seeing the fallout when uh, mobius goes back to the tba he sees uh, ravona and and just just that whole thing, I and mean, even when B fifteen is like, this we're all variants. Here's the proof. It's a There's pretty good scene. The, There's our boss.
0: Pretty good scene. Uh,
2: Sparks, you wanted to say something specific though. Um,
0: I wonder how useful like the scene with uh the the B fifteen going to uh, Ohio, like other than telling the audience like, hey, by the way. Uh, she's like letting them know that they're variants. And I'm like, that's real cool. They don't remember that by the end of this episode. So I don't know what that's that fulfilling. That's the
1: thing, though. I don't, I, the, the, so when Loki gets pushed back into Portal, that's not the same. I think that's a different reality. That's a different reality that the TVA is also that, that like, now that the branches are You don't open, think he's in the same TVA? No, it's, it can't be. No, I don't think so. You, you don't the TVA. Think the- no, because he didn't, because he got pushed through before Kang died.
0: I don't know if that matters in the TVA because the TVA kind of exists beyond regular the regular time. No, that's
1: true, that's true. Yeah. I, I just,
0: that's I, why I figured the change happened there before it's happening everywhere else. Mm. So the change happens there first. Fun fact that uh, John Radley, a uh, friend of the podcast and friend of mine, talked to me about that he pointed out that it catches uh, the receptionist played by his name escapes me hold on um but the guy who says uh yeah we have the infinity stones as paperweights is now um, not a receptionist now he's a hunter he's one of the guys leading them when loki's running through the hall before he gets to mobius and and b15 yeah Um, he got he got his it's supposed to be another clue of like things are different yeah um
2: uh the 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 thing Eugene, eugene cordero right uh the thing that's interesting about that is that really the only only one thing must have changed for the tba and it's that if loki is no longer a a, a, B- a, B- a B- B- bearing is a bad thing then they never picked up loki yeah like I'm a, so
1: like whatever happened like loki just doesn't like loki is i guess yeah he's not wanted he's displaced that, yeah. he's displaced so he's just like that's that's again that's i'm so glad there's a season two because otherwise i'd be like i don't what's going on you guys?
0: yeah i don't i don't think that they're in the an alternate tv yeah i think that they're in the same tva but the rules have been changed before before he got to the others okay
1: so then that means that uh i'm assuming this is going to happen to make it spicy that b-15 and all those hunters who went to ohio that like when the kinks stuff happened they were away from that so when they got back they're still themselves Cause otherwise then that team would have been pointless.
0: I agree. That's yeah. why I'm like, I'm yeah. really, it, and it's one of those things where like, thank God we're getting a season two. Cause otherwise I think that was kind of an, an unsatisfying thread to even tease us with.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I, I just, in general, I wish there was a little more kind of like clarity on what the impact was of that. Because like, while the cliffhanger, this is another thing where I wonder how much of their clarity there really was, because again, maybe that was planned pre cliffhanger ending. Mm-hmm. So I don't know.
2: Yeah. Um, but so B fifteen we'll it's implied that B fifteen also doesn't doesn't recognize Loki because she's the one that's who asked for the, people. the
1: Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot she was there with him at the end. Damn it. Yeah. No, yeah. you're
2: right. Sorry, I forgot. I was just thinking about
1: Owen Wilson. Oh man, yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah, that's I don't know what that's weird. weird.
0: Yeah. It's a little weird. You're it's right. a little no, weird. Right. And I think and I think also like the note we leave Rayvon on is a little weird too, where yeah. it's like just dipping out. Uh, and halfway into the episode, and so um, there's
1: been there's no
0: no no clarity given on like what Miss Minutes gave her. Yeah. Um. I I'm I talked about it before where I'm like I'm not really sure why he who remains would send her to find anyone that isn't himself, and she doesn't find him obviously, so I
1: don't know where she goes. Yeah. <clears throat> I wonder if they don't even know yet this right yeah I
0: yeah, wonder yeah. that too Boy, that's something I want to talk about uh, What slight tangent but related to this show um, the writer for Black Widow talked this week about not knowing what they were actually writing the post credit scene to tease up and I'm starting to get to a point where I'm like at this point maybe just stop doing post credit scenes guys yeah. like if you don't even know don't do it um I'm I'm beginning to wonder how much bang for our buck we're getting out of that. Anymore. Maybe that's why
1: it was good that this this for Loki's was like, hey, just CCT's his comment instead of like some some other thing that <coughs> was, it wasn't mind. like a it
3: wasn't like a Wandavision where
1: you have one post credit
3: scene with um, um crap baskets, photon. What's Captain Monica Rambo?
0: Monica Rambo, Monica Rambo
3: thank you. Yeah. Where you have that Maka um, with the scroll, and then you go over then the very, very end, you see Wanda in the in the mountains where she's, like, reading the book. And she hears her boys through the the
1: multiverse. I'm assuming, like, when when the multiverse breaks, like, in Loki is when she's like, oh, I heard my boys in the multiverse now. I Just saw a, a lot of people are saying that. I, yeah, I agree. I, agree. Yeah. I saw a yeah.
3: clickbait article from a CBR about, like, hey, now WandaVision makes sense now.
0: I... I assume that the branches breaking are the same reason stuff happens in Spider-Man, the same reason stuff happens in Dr. Strange. It's all at those yeah. moments. in time. Not that these things are happening at the same time, but those branches are hitting at those points.
2: Yeah. I, I, I assume now because people have brought it up and I, I agree with the, with the, um, the fan, the fan yeah. theory that uh, when she hears her boys, uh, that's when the branch, that's when the branch is created where she didn't lose them. Or, so, yeah, and, or uh-huh. something else happened. Um, sure. She's that's what I steal. think. You
1: steal those
0: boys. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I figure so. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I'm thinking about like, not knowing the ending you were necessarily ending up heading for, for the show, not knowing what the post credits that you have to write for this movie is heading up. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want Marvel studios to get too far into putting the cart before the horse. Cause I'm, I'm wondering at what
2: point it's actually going to kick them in the face. Mm-hmm. We are, we are generally very positive <laughs> on the MCU. We all really like it, but there are shortcomings to it. Um, we've mm-hmm. talked about third act the third act action sequences often suffer from the fact that they're always previs before the script is written. Um, I think the post, the post uh, credit, the, uh, thing is a is a good point. Um James Gunn has talked about the fact that he doesn't he he just makes his post credit scenes just kind of whatever. He doesn't try to tease anything up. He's just kind of having fun with them. Um these these kind of set up post-credit seasons I I I also wonder like if the director's not going to be involved in that part what's the point? bringing up James Gunn's is a great point where like um Guardians of the Galaxy 2
0: has a post-credit scene teasing Adam Warlock and by the time we finally meet Adam Warlock like Holy shit! Are we so far away from that post credit scene? Like, I would have almost rather not had it.
2: Sure. Yeah, but like, there's also there's there's also other post credit scenes that are just there for fun.
0: No, and I get it, and I'm yeah. not I'm not knocking the ones that aren't plot heavy. I'm just I'm starting to question the ones that are plot heavy, especially when they don't know necessarily what they mean, other than like they are just setting up a concept of an idea that they have at the time, yeah. which is what it's becoming increasingly clear is what's happening, um, even as. from what they describe as they were heading into the finale of this show just kind of being like yeah about end it around this concept uh here well it's gonna be a cliffhanger never mind never mind go ahead and make it a cliffhanger yeah uh that's that's it's it's so loosey-goosey that i hope that like it, it worked out fine here in loki that's not really my point my point being like eventually it's not going to um and, we'll and, I Spider-Man. Get, and I hope we get further <laughs> I hope we get further away from that I mean you could even make an argument that it didn't work out So great with WandaVision yep. um, <clears throat> I don't know if that was mm. Some of it might be affected by COVID But like we, we don't really know But like if, if there are similar concepts here I can see where like what we were talking about Of some of these character arcs not yeah. fully oh, fleshed yeah. out yeah. Is because of a poor lack of like Actually visualizing the end of the road Because you're always thinking about the next step After it sure. That's um,
2: what, what we talked about We've talked about that a lot, where it it doesn't always feel like the directors have as much say in their story as they should. Um, you know, Kevin Feige is obviously the grand master of the MCU. Well, he it is. doesn't
1: feel like that recently because, like recently, we've got like Thor and like Black Panther. and Right, like... there
2: are exceptions to the rules. Uh, obviously, uh, Taika Waititi, uh, James Gunn. Um, oh my goodness, Black Panther director Ryan Coogler. Thank you. Kugler. Have been able to to shepherd characters and shepherd story arcs and things like that, and char- and obviously actors have as well. Uh, we saw it with WandaVision with with Scarlett uh, Elizabeth Olsen, and we see it with uh, uh, Bruce Banner, uh, Mark Ruffalo. Um, I just kind of wish it happened more broadly across the board than just kind of the exceptions. Well, and also I think like one of the reasons why
0: we're so okay with with Loki and where Loki's at, like if the, I, I genuinely at this point, like I think even if they had intended it, I don't think a six episode miniseries would have been satisfying for the story they were trying to tell. And I think if this was the end of it, even with more Kang coming in the movies, even with some of these other characters appearing in later movies, I would still be like, yeah, but I kind of wish this told a whole story. They, um, they definitely, and, would. and it's good that this yeah. is a season two, but we've had two other shows that were like, no, we told the whole story here. And
1: I'm like, did you? No, yeah, like definitely, like again, it's always with the side characters. Like, <clears throat> I, I don't see how they would easily just fit the Ravona stuff with the high school in like what, like Eternals or something. Like that doesn't make sense. No, so, for like, sure, for so, sure. So, like, yeah, like, uh, I'm just, I'm uh, super glad that season two happened. Otherwise, yeah.
0: yeah. And it's not that I think, oh, all the Disney Plus shows need to be their, their own like success, uh, successive season shows. Yeah, I just. Also want them to not necessarily have to think, which I think is kind of where we're sitting right now, and hopefully it'll change. We are in the early days of the Disney Plus Marvel shows. Yes. Yeah. Um, but less this is the pretense to a thing that the movies will do, and more just I'm telling a story. Here's the end of that story. Um, I'm I'm really hoping sometimes so- with main characters and sometimes with side characters and sometimes with both. Yeah, depending on which one we're
1: talking about. I mean, honestly, like up until up until <clears throat> Kang. Like, this did just feel like like a cool Loki story. Like, mm-hmm. like I didn't I didn't feel... It, it obviously built into being, like, a big thing that impacted everything. But, like, for the most part, I still felt like this was a nice self-contained thing more I, than the I other shows if, that that was S.H.I.E.L.D. But, again, stuff. like, it would have been the side characters.
0: Like, yeah. I would have been sitting here at the end if this had been the end of the show, hypothetically. Like, I would have been sitting here like, man, I really wish we'd actually done more with, like, Hunter B-15. I don't know where we were going with that. Yeah. Uh, even if, like, this episode had tried to... There would not have been enough time to necessarily have rounded out what was going on with her at the time. Oh, I agree, there yeah. would not have been enough time to round out what was going on with Ravana at the time, even if this episode had been planned for it. And that's, that's kind of my thing, which also brings me to, I still kind of wish the show was a little longer. Oh, yeah. I've seen the thought shared around a lot this week about what people wanted these Marvel shows to be and what they're not getting out of it, which is something a little closer to Mandalorian, something a little more episodic in nature in general. Yeah, Other like have a big story, but have little moments in it rather than feeling like a movie elongated. And I think there is some merit to that. I don't necessarily want completely episodic television, but I also don't think the show would have hurt from at least a single episode that was what everyone thought it was, which is Owen Wilson and Loki going and doing a time variant thing and just doing one and not blatantly hinting at how the TVA might be screwed up but Loki slowly starting to gestate on it and piece it together. and just allow more time for those relationships to to be fleshed out. Because that, again, that's kind of the point of the, having the television series. And I think there is merit to having those conversations about it because it's it doesn't need to be locked into these concepts of six episodes. And I hope they don't stay married to like six hours as like their their ideal rough idea of what every show needs to be on. Disney Plus is roughly six hours because feel free to tell the story for as long as the story should be told.
2: Mm-hmm. But I think <clears throat> What I think um I, I'd like them to, to learn a lot from these TV shows. And I've talked about it before that I think we are, as Bark said, in the early days of them, and they'll learn. Um, you know, not keeping it to the six hours thing, but also maybe not looking at them as one of the things I liked about Loki more than WandaVision more than uh Falcon Winter Soldier is that it didn't feel it felt like a prestige television show. It didn't necessarily feel like a six hour movie, like what Falcon Winter Soldier was trying to go for. Less of less of the 6-hour movies and more of the 6-hour television shows is what you should be going for. That that gives the that gives the Disney Plus stuff a lot more merit uh I think to exist to to kind of exist in this in this space.
1: Yeah. Uh I think that's that's the problem and again like Loki did it best so far but like they they yeah. wanted to have the movies on the TV screens. That was like the promise, but maybe that's not what they should be. They should just be if you're going to make a TV show, make a TV show. Like yeah. Stop! Stop but trying make to make it look like the movie, but don't make yeah. it like a movie. That, hey guys, um, HBO has yeah. been doing this for twenty years. Like, you can do
2: I, it. I really appreciate that we we just watched Black Widow and Loki, and uh, two properties that can be further like, but still, like, they look like they belong. The production value looks like it's the same, and I appreciate yeah. that they have kept that level of production value on their shows. Yeah. I uh, um, <laughs> one of the things I find it fun. Uh, sparks. Speaking, we since we're talking about the MCU as a whole, not the whole big discussion, but Spider-Man: Far From Home is currently the furthest point in the MCU. Still, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I find that real funny because we're three episodes, three seasons deep in the t- in, a, in the TV shows and one movie. In um, Megan four.
0: and I, Megan and I were talking about it after she finished the episode, and that um I think that the that knowing that knowing that the plan was Kang. Now knowing that the next Thanos is kang knowing mm-hmm. that they, we're looking at a decade of different variations of jonathan majors appearing um it makes a little more sense why we're doing this like long road up to like having everything catch up to the moment of 2023 giving themselves a bit of a wide gap in the real world time because everything's got to catch up to this moment because time is so important mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the villain playing a role in it so it's not Entirely surprising to me anymore that that's what we're doing. I do think that's funny that it's that it is like that um, that we're doing all these things that are actually playing in a space before the last movie we saw, Yeah. Uh, and Spider Man's taking place not not far barely, after, barely after the last movie. Home, so I'm it's sure. like there's no way it's like a year later. No, yeah.
2: <laughs> to be fair, we don't know when Shang Chi takes place, but still, that's kind of where we're sitting right now. Shang Chi, yeah.
1: yeah. no, yeah, I. I'm still, I still, I want to believe it's it's in the blip, but like he's working at like a hotel with like fancy cars that I looks know. like the regular world. I mean, it
0: still can. We'll see. I don't know, I, man.
1: We saw New York in 2020. <laughs> I also,
0: I also submitted that the whole movie doesn't have to take place in the blip, but part of it could. Yeah, um, maybe. I, I think more than anything, I'm just sitting at like I would love something that's like Shang Chi that let it be the Blade movie. I don't care. Um, something that does live in that space, like what the world was like during that time that we're not necessarily following the avengers what's mm-hmm. left of them but like what was the world like for those five years and yeah. actually spend some time with it it with some character and it seems easier to do with the character we haven't met yet that's true um so yeah. whether it's shang chi or not i still i still want that i want something that takes
2: maybe it's moon Knight. i don't know in um, the blade movie would be fun. Cause it's just like, since there are half the people, the vampires are starving. So they're coming out of the, out of the woodwork, whatever, you know, like really whatever. I just, I just, good idea,
0: I just think that there, you know, there should be some, somewhere where we use one of these characters we're bringing in brand new and use it as an opportunity to say like, you know, we could go back and explore that five year space. That's really, really vapid and vacant,
2: mm-hmm. um, but we'll see if that ever happens. Uh Maybe. Um, <clears throat> I think Loki is by far the best of the three shows that we've gotten so far. Yeah, I'm very satisfied with the season one ending. I'm really excited it's, for season two.
1: It's really nice to have a finale that doesn't bum you out. Yeah, you.
2: oh yeah, super nice.
1: Uh, and like I again, like I, uh, I just it was so. Awesome that they just let Jonathan Major just act for like half an hour. Like, it was just really, it's not a finale you'd expect. Like, the finale really would have been the fifth episode with big giant smoke <laughs> monsters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, but then we just got a dude monologuing about how, oh my god, he had so, so many good lines. This is my final thoughts. A, a great, great show. Um, When he dies and his final lines are, see you soon, that's one of the most ominous things I've ever seen in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Sylvie so just, so just sitting there, like, oh. That god. is so <laughs> spooky because, like, we know, like, oh my god, they she just. And he like, winks. Oh my God. She's like, she's the reason that like we have the next Avengers movie. Thank you. Sophie.
2: <laughs> there's, there's a line that I, that I love so much and it's been floating around obviously, but it's the, is when Jonathan Major says, uh, if you think I'm evil, wait till you meet my variants. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, so, so good.
0: So also he introduces a, a interesting concept that I think is worth uh, having a little discussion about, which is that um, he implies that at the moment, even with them breaking the branches, everything is a circle. Mm-hmm. because he says he'll just end up back there anyway because with it an infinite because with of... it happening yeah. he's going to end up doing the same thing again yeah so they're stuck in a time time loop circle essentially where even if they make this choice that he doesn't know they'll make the multiversal war will happen a variant of him will still do this yeah. reincarnation will happen and he'll be back at that spot yeah that's what oh he my said. god yeah.
2: Yeah. oh my god you're so right because the oh my god let me roll with this real quickly let me roll with this okay so the the top, we saw the timeline right it's a circular it's a, it's a it's a it's a it's a world serpent around the around the citadel what if the ending of phase five whatever avengers movie it is avengers forever <laughs> avengers 16 forever whatever um they at the end of that it breaks that circle and becomes a line and the time is now just a line no
0: I do think that, like, whenever the Kang stuff is done, that is essentially the concept. So so my main thing when I was watching it the second time is I'm like, I bet we see he who remains again before Jonathan Majors is done with the MCU. Yeah. I do think we see him
1: having come back all the way around the other side because again. I 100% believe, because, again, they do this in the comics, like, to be Kang, you're going to need a Kang's help. Like there's just no other way around it, like because like the Avengers we got, like we're gonna see what them.
0: What are you gonna do against this guy? When, when we're getting to the end of the Kang we're gonna see them come back to this same place. Yeah. This Kang, this He Who Remains Kang, and and he's gonna be like, soldier, here I am, right oh, back God. where I started. And, and it's it gonna could be like, oh damn.
2: <laughs> it could, and it could be like more characters in that moment too. Uh it Loki now, check
0: back with me in twenty thirty three. Let me know. Damn, twelve years, man. Ryan.
2: Ryan, I a hey. question because I know about the Council of Reeds. Council is of Kings. The, is there a Council of Kings in the comics? Or yeah, is that they, new they the first that came out oh, first. Okay. Cool. That yeah, happened in the
1: eighties. Oh yeah, Council of Kings was the first one, baby.
2: I really <laughs> like that they introduced that idea that the different Kangs throughout the multiverse just decided to meet together, and make that council. I, I immediately went to the Council mm-hmm. of Reeds from from Fantastic Four. But I wasn't sure if that was also the Council of Kings.
0: That's, that's where Hickman got the idea. I had long I conversations with both John Radley, who is very comic savvy knows who Kang is um, all that kind of stuff was was trepidatious going into this about like the idea that it would be Kang kind of wanting me to be wrong but then like was very very sold on the concept as it was executed here Mm -hmm. and also loves Jonathan Majors now Um, and then talking to a friend of mine Michael um, about who's who's not comic savvy at all and how both all of us just agreeing like how very well executed and streamlined the concept of kang his multiple versions a multiversal war the reason he made this timeline all of that stuff is done in such a way where it's super digestible to the audience that the mcu has attained
1: um even though i still see people saying i'm confused and i'm like it's really right there man i you cannot get to the sixth episode of the show and then be confused when he talks about variants the whole show is nothing about it's all about variants like i that's as you like deliberately being like into it, i think like i think
0: it's that's not that them, confusing i think that's them deliberately like feeling like this is this is just not what i wanted so i'm
2: bored yeah. I, um, I do think i do think loki is and the disney plus tv shows in general but loki i do think it is testing that 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 audience that it has gained over the years mm-hmm. um you know not necessarily culling the ones who aren't going to get it but like definitely testing like who's like like how many how much of that audience have what will we keep through these through these like heavy comic book moments that I'm yeah. going to get further into. I that. think
1: Endgame I think Endgame pushed a lot of people towards like oh we can do big sci-fi stuff. So yeah. so
0: John John in a way suggested something to me that I think actually makes a lot of sense, which is that Loki is less the show for the people who are keeping up with every facet of the MCU and are here right now. Loki is the show that's there for the people three years from now who see Ant-Man and the Wasp and go, I don't get what's up with Kang and they need to come back here. And then they're ready to understand. Then they want to know it's for that part of the audience that necessarily isn't like bringing the TV shows in yet. That's where it's for. It's the foundation to make it. So
2: you go back and you go, Oh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um I was at Black Widow. This reminded me of an anecdote. I was at Black Widow and they were like, Who's the who's the who's Julie Louise Dreyfus? Why does she show up? And I I, I was like, Huh. She watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> she shows up for a minute. And I mean like to be fair like
0: there's there's a whole chunk of the population that I totally understand like you can't afford a streaming service or maybe you have crap internet and I feel real bad that that's the situation you're living in because you might have internet so shitty you can't do a streaming service and that really sucks and I'm sorry yeah. because the, it is the story is leaving you behind. Yeah. Um, and that's that's a bummer because there are some people who can only live by the by going to the movies and seeing these movies mm-hmm. and that's that's how it is and uh, there's no solution to that at this moment. So hopefully they'll recognize that that's an issue over time because uh, there's a big chunk of Americans that just don't have the kind of internet service that would allow for them to watch Disney Plus, let alone afford it. Yeah. Um, Disney,
2: I know you're listening.
0: Physical media yeah. helps. And physical media would help. Like you would, you would see for for that huge chunk, the people who want to be in on this. Go back and get these stories.
1: I think <laughs> to be devil's advocate, I think if you're poor, I think I'd rather just spend five bucks a month and binge it all than spend like fifty bucks on a DVD. But that's me.
0: No, I I agree, but I mean, like, there's also rental capabilities. So no, yeah, and there's digital uh, rentals. Yeah, there's digital rentals, but more than anything, I am speaking for like that chunk that like they they, they literally don't have the internet.
2: No, I get it. No, there should people have talked about this in the heartland of the United States. The internet is just terrible. It doesn't yeah. matter about well, your, your status as a as, as class. It's just awful. Well, and I mean, really, like, you could say Star Wars
0: is doing it too, but I think the MCU is a far more prevalent version of it. We are entering this mode where, like, y- which is cool. It, it works very well for the MCU. I'm happy for it, but where the shows and the films are in such communication with each other that if you're not catching one, you're not getting the whole scope. Yeah. And I do think that we're going to see, like, a sp- start to spill out of, like, the people who, who, through certain means feel like they're not able to take part in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. and hopefully that will even out and be balanced and remedy. But either way, uh the introduction of Jonathan Major's character and and he who remains Kang and all that uh perfect. Perfect execution for getting the audience on board with it um and being able to just roll right into the Kankade.
2: Kankade baby. Very, that. very happy with this season. <clears throat> oh yeah. Anything else we want to bring up? What if? Coming out next month. Yeah. Are we doing that as a, as a fake news watch or an animation station?
0: I don't know. We'll have to probably a fake Notes watch.
2: Yeah, because that's, yeah, that's...
0: Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, what else are we going to do in that time anyway? Oh, excuse you. Jesus. Um, I <laughs> was Luna. She just burped. It oh. was um, <laughs> <that's> really loud. <laughs> uh, Yeah, uh, Tom Hiddleston dropping hints that like what if is gonna really directly impact the MCU and be tied to Loki, and I'm like, all right, cool, yeah, why not? Also, Tom Hiddleston wants to play Loki for the rest of his life, and I'm like, all right, I'm here.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm there
0: for it. Do it. If if Chris Hemsworth and and Tom Hiddleston end up being like the last remaining <laughs> actors from the original thunk. days of the MCU, I'll be like, man, that's beautiful. Yeah. I still <laughs> the two of really- them.
2: It really is beautiful of thought because like the articles that came out when they were cast were like, Marvel takes chances on unknowns. And it's like, yeah. And they ended up outliving everyone. They're sure. also
0: the two guardian characters. So like having them at the end of it all being like, man, those were some crazy times. Right. Yep.
2: <laughs> all right. Four weeks to go until what if. So four man, weeks to go. Please. Yeah. Uh, so that means uh, four weeks to go until the you- next week's Fake
0: News Watch. How long do you think until we get a release date for Hawkeye or Miss Marvel? Love I bet I think Hawkeye's be first. Corner. Huh? I think Hawkeye's first. I think Hawkeye's first too, but like we still don't have that release date. And they're, they last time they said anything, they
1: said end of this year. So we've, we've, we've been getting like, I, I, I think soon. I think they want to give each show or movie time to breathe. I think October Hawkeye. So I think, I think we're probably going to get more. We're definitely going to get a Spider Man trailer soon, I bet. Oh, well, we got to. Yeah. Now that the multiverse stuff is out, I think yeah. we're. I rumored spider-man trailer from a year ago Ooh. is finally coming out Four, five, six, seven, eight,
0: Counting
1: stuff
2: okay so theoretically october mid-october is when what if ends because it's 10 episodes for the first season mm-hmm. um so I'm sure not far after November. that
0: November I guess that almost almost guarantees,
2: unless they're willing
0: to put like "What If" and another one of them on at the same time. I doubt it. Then that almost guarantees we're only getting
1: Hawkeye or Miss Marvel this year. So no, I we're wouldn't not getting both. I wouldn't be shocked if one gets pushed to, like earlier next year, which mm-hmm. isn't that much time, really. Yeah,
2: I have always suspected that they might air might air "What If" concurrently with something else. Honestly, um, I don't know why, but it's just kind of a gut feeling. So I I would believe it because, that Hawkeye would come out in, in like during. Uh, it's easy to think of the animation shows as lesser. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's man. that's sad. That's a really that's sad why, way to put it. That's why I would think they would like stagger them so they would give each one a shot. I
0: will yeah. I will say until this last trailer and until Loki, I also was kind of thinking of like the anim- the animated what if as like a fun aside, uh rather than like real, real new making the MCU broader content. Mm-hmm. Uh and now it actually feels like it is. Newer making the MCU broader content. This is really disturbing.
2: <laughs> yeah, I um, I agree with that, Sparks. Yeah, uh, I'm
0: excited either way. It's all it's all good. All right. Do we so- think Loki is in uh, Doctor Strange, as Hollywood Reporter is saying? I I Un- unconfirmed by anyone else. I I be- <laughs> I almost believed it, and then the show ended, and I'm like, I. Why would they show him there before they we'd see
1: season two? Like where would it pick up? I just believe everything. Yeah. (laughs) Because like Alfred Molina, man. (laughs) That's so interesting. You believe everything. I
2: don't believe everything. (laughs)
1: See, I like after <laughs> Alfred Molina is like, yeah, they see, I'm in it. Like but you they can't
0: but you can't even believe everything Alfred Molina says because according to everyone else, like they'll film shit that's not fucking real. No,
1: I know, but I know he's in I, the movie. And they'll give him scripts. I know, no, I know he's in the movie. I know he's in the movie, but he might see shit.
0: Like literally, they bring Andrew Garfield and just so he'll f- blab about it. And I doubt it, it's it's it, <laughs> I doubt. That's that. my point though. Like, you know, who knows like what they decide to not actually. I don't produce. I don't
1: believe it like I'm putting money on it, but like I it just I rather believe it because like it's so silly. Yeah.
2: Um I I, I will say that I wouldn't be surprised if he showed up in Doctor Strange, as,
1: as like a cameo. I do I, I, remember in Guardians Two when they're like hopping reality, like hopping through, and yeah. there's like I, I imagine that movie's got a lot of that shit in it. Oh. That's where a lot of our cameo and stuff is going to be, just like their just <laughs> random multiverse stuff is happening. Just through. pop in Loki's, like nobody knows me, and then they disappear. Yeah, like are you here to help? And then Doctor Strange's like no,
0: and then just disappears.
1: Like yeah, totally. I I can see that.
3: I wouldn't be surprised if Loki
0: shows up in Doctor Strange, but I'm not expecting it. Yeah, I'd rather yeah. see Jonathan Majors, I'm not going to lie. I'd rather see some some Jonathan Majors cameo at this point. <laughs> I'm going to say that about every movie.
1: I'd rather see Jonathan Majors in Eternals. I'd rather see Jonathan Majors anywhere. See, now this makes more so if now if this is the threat that brings the Eternals out, maybe that's something.
0: Oh baby, you're speaking my language. Cuz like
1: that again like they're doing time stuff in that too. Like yeah, like who knows who knows oh my god
2: yeah I, i'm curious what the of madness is in dr strange in the multiverse of madness now because i'm cause... well we shumagorath is in the movie which is a giant is a giant
1: tentacle yeah. monster so like there's definitely going to be like an enemy but like is that a red herring who knows not that, like in the sense that it's not in it but like is that not actually the important part yeah 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 um but like it's definitely dealing with like i think like the nightmare dimension and like nightmare and shumagorath so like it's definitely dealing with like nightmare cosmic stuff um i feel like like
0: that movie's already so packed i don't want to see loki because we've already got wanda and yes spider no i know but again
1: like if Um, i I don't mind a five second
0: cameo and uh, yeah that's
1: what i mean yeah he's
0: not gonna be in the movie forever i'm just not like uh like i'd I'd really rather a lot more screen time be given to
1: establish him america chavez
2: oh no i agree that's why i'm saying
1: five (sighs) seconds won't kill
2: him oh man that's right we are getting america chavez in that movie
1: She's definitely in the movie because the marketing in like the the not
2: marketing right that the, one the merchandise for, is out for it that
1: one we so, know for sure
2: yeah she's yeah. like yeah, they they said that at the uh, uh, investor meeting I just forget who's all yeah. these who all these came all these new characters are gonna be yeah man uh, man just so much shit happening soon you guys it's exciting all right well Ben looks like you're about to fall asleep I don't know why it's probably because I'm just <laughs>
3: super dehydrated i oh, drink water, Ben. I need. I'm going to drink water. I can is... go get some water.
2: I mean, go get with some water. We'll vamp a bit. No, it's not okay. or we are going to this this episode. Yeah, I um, really, I, I didn't going into
3: this. I did not have a whole lot to say other than I love Jonathan Majors. Um, I like that we're getting a season two. It's not just a one and done. Although not to say that that's a detriment to the other shows because I think the other shows are good as a one as a limited series and it's like a one and done and then they can move on to other things but this one it's like yeah i do want to see more of loki i do want to see what's going what's going to happen next
2: and we are you- we, we
3: no and we've been seeing his praises since the beginning of this episode and i can't i'm i'm on that gang train baby i'm on it i'm take me to the end of the line for this for this ride dude
0: Thanks. Uh, could we say that this is the first MCU project without a post cred scene? Because that was not a post cred scene. No, that it was wasn't.
2: Incredible Season Hulk two. doesn't have
1: a post game. Endgame. Mm. Endgame ends with just the, the sound of the hammer. That's true. Yep. There
2: yep. you go. Yeah. Myth and bust. actually, that beats me because yeah. Incredible Hulk has a mid credit, not a post.
1: Yeah. Myth yeah. busted. Take that, Jamie Heinemann. No, that's true. Was, hold hold on. On. Well, didn't
3: Age of Ultron not have a post credit scene? No, it does. It's Age of Ultron. I'll do it, had... it myself.
0: Oh, that's right. I thought that was mid-credit. No, well, I mean, that's any. I'm not specifying mid or post here. I'm just—is there something after the credits start? Is there a scene? End game. So
2: yeah, uh, it would be End Game because it doesn't have anything. Yep, that's true. That's true. I forgot about that.
0: All um,
3: right. Also, Ryan, every time you're taking a drink of your water, I thought your cup was floating.
0: Yeah, that's the idea, baby. Woo! I'm so happy that Kang is the new big bad. I'm just so happy. I wanted that, and I'm just pleased. And Jonathan Majors is a dream.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, my actual now, my final thought is uh, King was trending on Twitter, and this anytime something nerdy like that happens, I'm just like, I we made it, we made it, good for us. All
2: right, so that'll do it then. Um, anything else you guys want to add, final thoughts, or should we get out of here?
1: No, let's go. Uh,
0: I think this is a much better way to to introduce your big – a movie multiverse than uh, Flashpoint. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and I'll put that. I'll put it that way. So,
2: mm-hmm. all right. Uh, so stay tuned. So that means Figners Watch will be going away for a couple of weeks. Uh, coming back with What If, as we spoke about in the episode. So stay tuned for that. Um, rewatch Loki. Go back and watch <laughs> our our, our Nerds Watch. See what we got right. See what we got wrong. We were always right about Kang. Um, and that's I was always right. I thought you had a kang shirt on for a it was second. Both kang,
0: kang train, kang. Oh my
2: kang. god, that was so weird because that I didn't. Was. See, you I just I did. can Stop. Oh, it go. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, because <laughs> it looked like you high yourself. <laughs> All right. Uh, of course make sure to like this video subscribe to this channel you can check out other Fickners' watch if you like jonathan majors maybe go, go check out lovecraft country uh b15 is also in that um so check that out and check out our Fickners' watch where we did lovecraft country so so nice to see these
0: two lovecraft country stars succeeding so well so when's journey smollett coming guys hell
1: yeah get her in there
0: you know what's happening I mean, she's already like black, black canary yeah yeah this is, yeah she's in dc but she could be here too she, she would not be the first. It's true. I I this makes me want to do a show with you where I just sit here and share opinions and you just every once in a while unzip and go, I disagree, and then like <laughs> zip back up. <laughs> I disagree.
2: All right. So check out our other shows on this channel as well, such as the Fake Book Club, currently on hiatus, Baseman Arcade currently on hiatus, uh, Baseman Arcade pause menu. Um no new episode coming out soon, then. Do you My have head. anything planned? Okay, I, I uh, have something planned, I just need to reach out to people. Stay, stay tuned for that. And uh well, there's actually gonna be a fitness watch coming. Oh, sorry, or an animation station. We haven't we haven't settled on it, but something is coming. Ben and I are gonna be talking about the Transformers trilogy, uh anime trilogy on Netflix. Um he was gonna watch the second season and we're gonna both watch the third. Um, now you're the
0: invisible man from uh Hotel Transylvania. Oh, sounds sexy.
2: <laughs> uh, there's there's a
0: lot of people that thirst for you until they until the reality is revealed. Yum, yum, yum.
2: That was crazy. I'm
3: just that is so cool how all I'm seeing is just a pair of floating
2: glasses. <laughs> <That's crazy>. Technology! <laughs> Alright. Um, and speaking of Animation Station, our final show, Animation Station, our current our current freshman show on this channel. Check them out. All of them are available here. And like I said, like this video and subscribe to this channel. You get all of that cool stuff. And you can check out other things such as our Mothership show, the Fichtner Podcast. What's... Uh, <laughs> As far as still laughing at Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> you can check out our Mothership Show, The Fickner Podcast, uh, Conversation. There's also that, um, where I talk to to uh, podcasters and things. Uh New episode coming soon. Uh, but of course, Fickner Podcast, which we do live every Sunday, um, sometimes remotely, sometimes in person. This week, last week, we talked about Black Widow. This week, speaking of the MCU, this week we're talking about Gunpowder Milkshake. Um, You can check that out that's a new Netflix movie with um, Karen Gillan. Um, a whole slew of cool uh, female stars. Um, and uh, unless you're watching... Whatever. When is this coming out, Sparks? Um,
0: prob- probably... Because, Monday! Because of how I have to download it, probably
2: Monday, but maybe right. tomorrow. So then our last episode was Powder Milkshake, but our next episode will be Snake Eyes. So check that out.
1: Oh, Oregon's... Um,
2: uh, all right and of course that's it you can check out our t public uh, on where you buy some shirts you can check out our patreon where you can support us you can check out our website at fakenerpodcast.com. you can find us on all the social medias at Fichner Podcast, instagram twitter and facebook fakenerdguys at gmail.com i'm at bt mcclure on instagram and twitter ben you can find me just marveling at what ryan is doing with his green screen suit at ben 27 on instagram
3: and twitter
0: sparks you can find me celebrating the beginning of the Kankade, baby, at SparksWitty on Instagram and Twitter, S-P-A-R-K-Z-Witty, all aboard that cane train. The Invisible Man?
1: <laughs> you can find me at DJ Tony Snark everywhere. Choo-choo, all aboard the cane train.
2: All right, find us where, uh, make sure, like this video, subscribe to this channel, find our podcast on all the podcast social medias, um, rate right and review. Until next time you see us, stay fake, nerds.
0: so i got ben magnet and i've got brandon mcclure Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: myself i think we're all good to board the train the damn it wow sorry i'm gonna (laughs) start (laughs) over